I'm Franklin Taggart. This is the Virtual Coffee Break. Join me in the break room. Hey there, everybody. Franklin Taggart here. It is time for another Virtual Coffee Break. I've got my coffee. Grab your beverage. Let's sit down and have a chat for a while. Um, I'm getting back in the swing of things with podcasting after taking a nice little break. I've, I've taken actually most of the year off from my uh, from my regular coffee break shows and we wrapped up production on uh, on your own best company so it's kind of nice to be back in the saddle again and I wanted to talk today a little bit about the topic of coming back after a hi- after a hiatus and uh, this is something I, I do know a few things about um, I've had a couple of clients recently who have returned to um, a project or a career path after taking some time off. Um, in one case, the, the person has taken almost a decade off uh, from a music career that had, um, that had started, you know, it was, it was going pretty strong. And then all of a sudden some family things came up and that career had to be sidetracked for a little while. And then there's another person that is coming back to finish a book project when her kids were young enough to be able to be left with a babysitter. And then when she had to start driving them around, she lost all of her writing time. And so she's coming back now to her book project and is trying to get it finished after several years. In any case, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was that coming back after a hiatus can be kind of a Rip Van Winkle kind of a story. If you're not familiar with the Washington Irving uh, story of Rip Van Winkle, Rip Van Winkle's a, a man who he's kind of a ne'er do well. He doesn't like to uh, <laughs> doesn't like to work. So he was walking up the mountainside one day, and he comes across the guy who has a keg of some kind of a liquor. And uh, the man gives him, you know, plenty of liquor and, and Rip Van Winkle lays down to take a nap and then comes back 20 years later from his nap. He wakes up from his nap, still on the mountain, but he's an old man with a gray beard down to his navel and he doesn't recognize the world that he lives in. And it turns out that in the time that he's been asleep, that the American Revolution has happened. It has come and gone. America is now independent of uh, Great Britain's rule. And things are as he has never known them to be. And he doesn't recognize a lot of what's going on. He finds his children. They are grown-ups. And their lives of their own things are going on. So he feels like that he's missed out on 20 years of of his life. And he goes around trying now to pick up the pieces and, and figure out how to do things in this world that he doesn't find familiar. That's how coming back from a hiatus can be. And the thing that I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, I know that there are a lot of people whose whose routines were completely disrupted by the pandemic. And for a lot of people that that disruption was pretty upsetting and it really was difficult to kind of find feet during that time. But after the pandemic 
had kind of subsided and people were getting back to some sense of routine, those people noticed that their old routines didn't fit anymore. And I know that there are some people that are, you know, coming back to careers and, and maybe coming back to the office after being away from the office for a, a long time. And they're feeling out of place there where before the pandemic, it, it felt normal to go into the office and to commute an hour each way and to, you know, uh, to, to have a, a, a major part of your life uh, away from home and then to come home and have a separate life there. For a lot of people, that doesn't feel normal anymore. And so one of the things that I always tell people when you're coming back from a hiatus of any kind, there is going to be an adjustment period. And one of the things that I've found is that new decisions have to be made. Like, am I going to continue to do things uh, in similar ways to what I've been doing? Am I going to be able to do things in similar ways to, to what I've been doing? For me personally, what I found was that you know, coaching work was really easy to find during the pandemic because people had a little bit of extra spending money and most of them found that they had time to work on themselves with. Um, and there were some that were just looking for new ways of doing things because they had to. And so coaching seemed to be the easy thing to do. Well, now that that's gone, I'm back to a regular routine of marketing and networking and finding new clients and things like that. So I have an adjustment to make. Things are not as easy as they were during the pandemic for me as a coach. Okay. Well, back to square one. Well, square five in any case. I wanted to tell a story about a period of time in my life when my music career was just absolutely put on ice. And it happened, it started to happen gradually. In 2006, I started to develop tendonitis in both of my arms that went from my shoulders all the way down to my wrists. I was a guitar player and a singer-songwriter playing solo. And that was about, I don't know, a third of my income came from that. And another big significant part of my income came from teaching guitar lessons. The tendonitis made it really, really difficult. In fact, impossible to do both of those things. And about a couple of years later, I started to have severe symptoms of organ shutdown and organ failure. And we didn't know why. Long story short, it turned out that I had congestive heart failure. And ultimately what it, what we found out was that I had Graves' disease, which is a thyroid problem. All good, whatever. Once we were able to get that treated, everything was back on track. And I regained my health and was able to start playing music again. The silver lining of that long period of time when I couldn't play was that my tendonitis went away and it was no longer a factor in keeping me from playing the guitar. So I was able to actually resume my career. 
wonderful. But there was a six-year period where it was completely, completely disrupted. One of the things that started to happen as I started to come out of that time period and try to rebook myself at some of the places where I had played before the, before the disruption, many of those places had either shut down altogether or had stopped having music as an entertainment option for a variety of reasons. In addition to that, those venues that still had music Many of them, if not most of them, had new booking people there that I had never worked with before. So in a, in a sense, when I was trying to start booking myself again, I was starting not from necessarily square one, but probably square two. <laughs> and it was like starting over. It was, it was excruciating because I had spent several years building up my, my list of contacts and my reputation and my audience and all of those things over that period of six years, all of those things had shifted and I no longer recognized the landscape that I was in. I wasn't ready for that learning curve, but one of the things that I was lucky to be able to do I was lucky that at that time that I knew about business models and about how businesses constantly have to change their models to adapt to new circumstances. It's part of the business world every in every business. And as an entrepreneur in music, my business was facing that same thing. The way that I did business before didn't work now, and I had to change the business model. First thing that I had to really discover was where is my audience now? Most of them before the transition were people who would go to church coffee houses and bars and, and music venues and places like that. A lot of those same people now were not going out as much. Some of them had had children and were a little bit less likely to have free time in the evenings. A lot of them were doing different things for entertainment than going out and listening to music. And so I had to re rediscover, where is my audience now? Well, also during that time, craft breweries started to take off. And a lot of my audience were people that would appreciate places like high-end coffee bars, craft breweries. Um, a lot of them were participating in house concerts. A lot of them were participating in, you know, smaller venues and things like that. So I had to find out where my audience was. And then I had to revisit what my business model was and find ways to build relationships in those venues where my audience was. That took some time. In fact, it took, it took a solid six months before I was able to really build my booking calendar back up to the point where I was happy with it, where I was working a couple of nights a week in gigs that paid well and that I enjoyed. It took about six solid months of work to get back there, but I had to change my business model. It wasn't the same way it was before. So one of the things that I'm going to tell you is that if you are coming back from a hiatus and you're in a place where you really do need 
to go through and, and adapt your business model to the way things are now as opposed to the way that things used to be. Or if you need to have a new creative strategy, like if you're coming back to finish a project that has been on ice for a couple of years, why don't we schedule a session and talk through what does your strategy need to look like now? And I think that you're going to find that very, very helpful. Like I said, it's like Rip Van Winkle waking up 20 years later and not recognizing the place that he fell asleep. We're in that kind of a situation here. So I'd invite you if you're in a place where you are trying to re-enter a marketplace or a project or something like that, I invite you to take the take advantage of the free Best Next Step call. It's at franklintaggart.com and look for the little picture up in the left-hand corner that says schedule your Best Next Step call here. Click on the picture and it'll take you right to the schedule. Thanks as always for joining me for the coffee break. I hope that you've enjoyed this little conversation. And let's just find some ways to make life great for each other, shall we? I'll see you next time. So I guess this means that the show is over. So we've reached the end of another virtual coffee break with Franklin Taggart. Thanks for listening. If you're feeling stuck in your business, your life, your marketing, whatever, schedule a best next step call just to get moving again. Go to franklintaggart.com and look for the little picture that says schedule your best next step call here. I'll see you soon.